0: The City are still alive here, Balotelli, Aguero! Back, Fuchs, and the ball in behind Damian Barney! It's 11, it's heaven for Jamie Barney! Oh! You, you, you,
1: you are an ostrich. Well, your head must be in the sand. Is your head in the sand? Can you, are you flexible enough to get your head in the sand?
0: Now the fans are shouting every week Louis van Gaal's army. <laughs> Louis van Gaal's army. Feet after a fabulous start the
2: game just got away from you there. I have nothing nothing to say. Nothing to say about the game at all. Oh, Back in the saddle. Hanging out Monday. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it was Monday.
1: Said no one ever. Says me. Said no one ever. No one likes Mondays. Except for Hank. Yeah. Hank's love. Hank's a different kind of dog. Likes I the
2: love the Mondays.
1: <sighs> well, lads, it's been an absolute classic weekend. <laughs> and now we have Monday...
2: Absolute Absolutely
1: brutal. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I, I think there's only one way to start this podcast, and it's to issue an official apology <laughs> to, to our good wrote that. man who wrote the generic royalty-free music. We thought they were copyright striking our intro. Yeah. That was not the case. They were just saying, hey, this is our music. You can use it. And I say, thank you, good lads. We will return back yes to the original intro
2: absolutely
1: and now that'll be part of the lore of the Premiership perusal podcast when we had a different intro for one episode mm-hmm. so yeah <laughs> it's a one-off no games last weekend no so we got one of the absolute classic <laughs> Hank narrative pod yeah that's where Hank comes up with all the topics I look I... at none of them until about five minutes before the show starts. Yep.
2: But truly, those are the best.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So let's get get right into it. What do you, you want know, to start start with?
2: Start off. Typically, the narrative pods. The way I like to do is break it down by five categories. Sometimes four categories with five teams, but typically it's four categories or uh, five categories with four teams. Let's do Let's do this. I don't even know what player movie this is from. It's Sam would probably know. He's an English guy himself. But to be or not to be is the first topic.
1: That is the question.
2: Yes. We're know, gonna start I'm a off.
1: Shakespeare fan, personally. I know. I like the way he writes. Doth
2: thou believe <laughs> Arsenal will win the Premier League title, Sam?
1: Absolutely poetic, this guy.
2: That's the first topic we're going to be talking about. Arsenal, title chase.
1: Well, I'm glad we can get this out of the way. <laughs>
2: this is going to put me in a bad mood.
1: It's, uh, you know, I I hate to say it, Hank. Arsenal is not going to win the title. I've, I've been holding strong on this throughout the whole season. <laughs> if you just simply look at the schedules for both sides.
2: Let's see it. Pull let, it let's up. Let's
1: pull it up. Let's pull it up. I don't know if I have the, the capability to do so so start start riffing say something
2: <laughs> start riffing <laughs> yes uh, hey, we gotta, oh. should I lay out a case for why I believe Arsenal can do it yes. I think they just have the best attack in the league it's just the most consistent they have the most amount of weapons they're not relying on one guy like Manchester City are for the most part they've kind of expanded their are uh, mm-hmm. kind of Arsenal, a lot no of pun intended. In the kitchen. Yeah. They, and they're they, making them work. Yeah. You know, Foden disappeared for a little while. He seems to be back. De Bruyne it seems like they're really set on resting him a good amount uh, down the stretch at times. And then working Jackie Grealish in, but losing guys like Cancelo and stuff. So they're kind of narrowing in on just relying on three to four guys. Uh, Arsenal, yeah. they just keep adding guys. <clears throat> Gabby Jesus coming back from injury. Charles in the window not to mention great years out of uh, Saka and Martinelli as far as goal and assist output, and Martin Odegaard as far as the distribution, amazing. Not to mention Smith rowe just waiting in the wings if anyone get, gets hurt. That's right. I just have full faith in Arsenal's attack. The defense isn't, it's not amazing, amazing, but it's definitely not bad. It's definitely closer to good than Okay.
1: Now here's something you got to think about too. Saliba hurt, didn't play the last game. We got a Rob Holding masterclass. You love to see it, but he's gonna miss the Leeds game for sure. Don't know how much if I, he's gonna I, be ready for Liverpool or or what. I have
2: news for you. I'm not scared of uh, Arsenal without Saliba uh, against Leeds.
1: Well, what about Liverpool?
2: I've seen Liverpool. <laughs> That's a roll of the dice. Yes, exactly. So even if Saliba's out there. I'm just as worried for Arsenal.
1: As if he wasn't.
2: Yeah, because Liverpool are just chaos.
1: Depends on which Liverpool shows up. Yeah. All right, so Arsenal schedule. Leeds at home. Liverpool away. West Ham away. Southampton at home. Man City away. Chelsea at home. Newcastle away. Brighton at home. Forest away. And Wolves at home to end up the season. And... Where I see this title charge coming to a screeching halt is after playing Man City, Chelsea, Newcastle, and Brighton. Okay. I think it's just a very tough schedule, all those games right in a row. You got Man City three days later, you got Chelsea. Here's
2: another thing, too. You got to think about Man City has Europe. Arsenal does not have Europe. Well Arsenal's got full focus on this. Man City will forever just be chasing the Champions League.
0: And
1: here's here's Man City's schedule. Some fixtures. Okay, so we got Liverpool at home, Southampton away, Leicester at home, Arsenal at home, Fulham away, West Ham at home, Leeds at home, Everton at home. Away, Chelsea at home, Brentford away. There's some really easy fixtures in there. Everton leads West Ham. Fulham hasn't been looking great. Leicester's look pretty awful. Southampton.
2: Yeah, that's tough. Southampton there's, that is.
1: There's a lot of easy games. And when they play a tough, tough matchup, you know, they've got Everton before Chelsea, then Brentford. That
2: is Chelsea a tough matchup?
1: You know, potentially, potentially. <laughs> I don't. I don't they think so. They could catch some form by the end of the season. I do not
2: think so, but that's okay. No, you're right. Man City's schedule is a whole lot weaker than Arsenal's. That's yeah. a, no debate about that. But the added games and other competitions, I still say
1: they do two, play Two one.
2: out of three times Arsenal win the league. One out of three times City win the league. And zero out of three <laughs> times does Manchester United win the league.
1: That's true. <laughs> You know, it'll be interesting to see. Does does the European fixtures affect Man City's schedule? Or you they're know,
0: not.
2: They're not super impact. deep of a squad as you'd think, given how much money they invest into the team. They're not. They're not nearly as deep as years past.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah,
2: I don't know. I what would you give it percent percent chance Arsenal wins percent chance City wins the league?
1: I'd say probably thirty percent chance Arsenal wins.
2: Okay. How much is it up right now? Six points? Five points?
1: Uh, Eight, but a game. With a game in in hand hand for City. Yeah,
2: so virtually five. Five. So. We'll see.
1: So, yeah, I don't think Arsenal will do it. Sure, you won't.
2: Uh, To be or not to be. Brighton top six. Brighton top six.
1: Let's see where they sit in the standings right now. They're in seventh.
2: The fatty seventh, tied for sixth. They're. Three goals off Liverpool and goal differential, given the fact Liverpool scored nine against Bournemouth. Yeah, they got Chidi. They
1: got a game in hand on Liverpool. Um, they still Couple have games th- few three games in games hand games in in Tottenham. on Tottenham. Tottenham. Yeah. So potentially could pass Tottenham. I think. Yeah, I think there's a solid chance that Brighton finishes top six. I would say probably. Hmm. We walked
2: through their schedule. Probably 40%.
1: 40%. Yeah, let's see. What what do they got for fixtures? This might change my mind. So they got Brentford at home, Bournemouth away, Spurs away, Chelsea away, Forest away. Oh my gosh, how many
2: away games? That, the Amex is going to be empty for a while.
1: Wolves at home, United at home, Everton at home, Arsenal away, Southampton at home, and Villa away. So... Oh, they also play City too. Yeah, so they got some it's tough games. It's kind tough, but they do have the three games in hand on Tottenham.
2: Yeah, I would say that, uh, and they're seven points off Tottenham, so two wins and a draw. Yeah. Easier said than done. Yeah. Um, I'll give them a twenty-five percent chance for top six. I think seventh or eighth is probably where it'll end up. It's pretty. Pretty grueling schedule, if you ask me. Yeah, but I think
1: it, it comes down to Liverpool. It's just hard to predict with Liverpool. Yeah. Some some games they look decent, and some games they just look awful.
2: Yeah. All right. Next to be or not to be, Newcastle for top four.
1: Unfortunately, this is going to be a not to be, I think.
2: A not to be? I the just two games two games behind Tottenham in terms of played, yeah, and they're two points off Tottenham, they are five points clear of Liverpool who have the same amount of games played than them.
1: Yeah, I mean, maybe.
2: Maybe. I have m- more faith in them not completely falling apart than Tottenham and Liverpool, but at the same time, their attack sometimes is just not good because... They don't have a striker that's healthy, whether it's Wilson or Isak, but Isak's back now.
1: Yeah, and really Tottenham is a big question mark at this point after sacking Conte. Who who
2: knows? Anything can happen with them, but I would suspect they're going to shoot down the table, if I had to guess.
1: It's possible, but Tottenham does have a tendency to be a little bit of a, you know, they pull out results when they don't necessarily expect it.
2: Yeah.
1: Hard to predict. Yeah, Newcastle. You think it's just
2: permanent new manager bounce because they all hated Conte? Maybe. (laughs) It's
1: definitely possible. They get that uh, Ryan Mason interim.
2: I saw something that it was like the difference between Chelsea and Tottenham is the fact that when they lost a big game and Conte called them out, which was that Arsenal game, Chelsea, the players reflected and went on to win the league, whereas these Tottenham players just cry and ask for Pochettino back.
0: (laughs)
1: Well, they seem to do better under that assistant who's now Yeah the interim manager, so maybe
2: But now they have people leaving the board. That Italian guy left the board or Spanish guy. Tottenham's a mess. No one everyone's distancing themselves from Daniel Levy. Me- meanwhile Tottenham fans are like, Are we getting Luis Enrique or Tommy Tokel? <laughs> it's like how about neither?
1: How about you keep your feet on the ground? <laughs> All right, next next one. What do we got?
2: Uh, Crystal Palace to be or not to be total capitulation, aka go down.
1: I'm putting this at like an eighty five percent chance. <laughs> Crystal Palace, they suck.
2: Yeah, they. I I think I think that uh, War can get him a few a few draws to keep him up, but oh, it's it's I... kind of fifty fifty. If they were to point at anyone else, I still would have felt pretty good about it, but Roy Hodgson. I just like who why why Roy Hodgson? Who appoints Roy Hodgson? I don't
1: want to watch Crystal Palace They're going to be back, so... get 30% possession and <laughs> lose
2: games like 1-0. Yeah. And never go for it.
1: Yeah. I don't I don't want to watch that. They they don't score goals now. What are they going to do when they have no
2: when they have ambition? <laughs> yeah, Roy Hodgson having them go forward.
1: I think they have to be one of the favorites to go down at this point. Okay. I mean, they are you know, they have twenty-seven points,
2: but that's not saying much anymore because everyone's caught yeah, up. Yeah, three wolves only three are tied with three points
1: separates them from the drop zone. So
2: yeah, no, I, I, uh, I mean that form too. It could happen. It definitely could happen. I would not rule it out, but I think Hodgson can do enough to keep. Him he up. might
1: just do enough, but I Thou, think they'll get be seventeenth.
2: I think it'll be way closer than we thought.
1: I don't know. This TV's on the first Yeah, Your
2: your television became a big issue. I would give it 50 50. You're saying 85 15 85% chance they go down.
1: Okay. Maybe maybe 60%.
2: Two out of three times, maybe 66. Is your TV broken?
1: Yeah. Yeah, it is.
2: (laughs) That's okay. We can move on to the next segment while it's go. Now back to you know we function. need support
1: from our patreons.
2: Yeah, true, true. Where are you at? Where uh, are you at? Uh, what does the future hold past this year? Is the next topic because I don't know what what these teams have mm-hmm. going forward. Man City,
1: Man City's
2: it's just... it feels like they're right on the brink of being in like major flux. Like even yes. though they have Holland and Pep and their stability with that. And they still have Grealish, and it's like, it looks like they're going to get a lot of, uh, you know, get him even more involved. Sounds like Ginduan's out. Mm-hmm. Sounds like if Bernardo Silva ever gets an offer that's high enough, he's out.
1: Yeah. I think, on paper, this seems like the best Man City team that there's been in years. Yes, but when it plays out, it just doesn't play out that way, and no. it's it's really strange to see. I mean, you got Holland scoring a ton of goals, but he's not really involved in the in the build up ever.
2: Yeah, I take or leave that. It's like the whole thing. People complaining, they'll be like, "Here's a Holland goal compilation. Oh, tap in, tap in, tap in." It's like if it's so easy, then why the hell isn't everyone else scoring
0: thirty yeah. goals? I
1: don't think he. I don't think he scores tap tap ins, but I don't think no, he and I adds to the team in terms of like. Their play, necessarily.
2: Yeah, but, I mean, they're just going to have teams pinned in anyways for the most part. I think the main thing that I'm kind of starting to worry about is they're really – there's a changing dynamic to their midfield if they're losing guys like Bernardo Silva and you Gunduan, don't just replaced Gendouin. Yeah,
1: I've been on the Gundawan train saying he has been very underrated. Mm-hmm. They always play better when he's in the team. Yeah. Whenever they've had, you know, some rough stretches, it's because he's not in the team.
2: And and as far as just, like, even transitions from, like, Cancelo, now they're, like, more reliant on, like, different guys. Yeah. Like, Ake's like, probably one of, if not their most important defenders this year, which yeah, is very stra- strange to say. Yeah. Um, yeah, it just feels like there's kind of a mini little overhaul going on at City right now. And not m- many people are talking about it. Yeah,
1: it it's weird because you know obviously they're in the title race and they're in the Champions League, but mm-hmm. they're trying to manage the changes as they go along.
2: Kind of feels like when uh, different league, but when Bayern lost Robin and Ribery, and were still dominant, but it was like okay, well, who's it going to be now? And it's like yeah, it takes a while, but it's like for Serge Gnabry, eventually became like their dominant guy and stuff like that with alongside Lewandowski, but. Just weird, weird stuff like that. You don't expect that from City. Um, so yeah, I'll be just interested in the summer to see what business they do to kind of revamp that midfield. Yeah. Uh, next one's Chelsea.
1: Chelsea, Chelsea Football Club.
2: I just don't know what they do as far as this uh, overhaul. As far as who stays, who goes. Should we pull <sighs> up Chelsea squad and you tell me who, if you were Todd Bowley, if you're a big Bowley Bucks man. Yeah. Who you're, you're selling, you're keeping, you're selling, you're keeping. Okay, Kepa
1: stays. Mendy, you can sell him. Yep. I'm not talking about backup goalkeepers or anything. Yeah. Tiago Silva, he just signed a contract extension. Yep. Reese James obviously stays. Aspaliqueta probably. He's out. Leaving. Yeah. Koulibaly has looked
2: better. He's finally found his form. And now people, like, don't want him playing. I saw something that people were, like, saying they want chalaba in there. It's like
1: The Chaliba thing, I don't understand.
2: I think it's Americans that think that if you just lose games, you tank and you get a better pick or something. <laughs> that must be what it is.
1: Uh, Kukurea, you're not getting rid of him. Chilwell, Chilwell you can't. you'd be ridiculous to get rid of him. Fofana, I think he's the future of the Chelsea center backs once they kind of get rid of Thiago Silva. Chaliba, he's not good. Why is Ben Chilwell in here twice? <laughs> Number 5, <laughs> five 21.
2: and 21. How about that? What the heck? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Badashele. Badashele. Yeah he's,
1: he's, yeah, he's going to stay. Conte should have moved on from him. I don't know why they want to give him a new contract when he never plays because uh, he's always hurt.
2: It's just because when he plays, he's class, but he never plays. He is. He's the Marco played. Royce of... Uh, midfielders kovacic is an interesting one because it feels like the club's willing to let him go but if people offer the right price but i mean he's a 29 year old midfielder are you really going to get value for him yeah i Probably think i'd not. rather
1: keep him be here's, harder to replace him than.
2: here's your guy right here
1: christian pulisic get rid of him he gets hurt all the time ruben Loftus cheek <laughs> why is he on chelsea in the first <laughs> place he's like a full tier player Mason Mount, incredibly overrated. Hasn't been good for two years. So, yeah, I don't know. People love him. Ziyech, he's probably gone. Kai Havertz, he's a bin man. He's terrible. Conor Gallagher, he'd be playing more if it were up to me. Chukwameka, don't know why they signed him. Zakaria. I
2: kind of like him when he's out there. I hated the signing because I was like, what's the point? But given the fact that we've seen nothing from... A lot of Chelsea midfielders and stuff. I, I actually kind of like him.
1: I don't mind it if you're going to commit to like trying to actually yeah. doing a youth movement and playing guys like him and like Gallagher more. Yeah. Uh, Zakaria. He'll be really out. Have a, a He's been
2: fine him. when he plays, but he doesn't play enough.
1: Yeah. Uh, Mudrick, Fernandez. Wait, go they stay.
2: go up real quick. Uh, thoughts on Lewis Hall. Lower <laughs> Lewis Hall. He's going go to go to like
1: a... 10 mil, bro. Like a... Nottingham Forest tier team. Maybe yes. like a West Ham. Oh. Uh Brogia, he's gone. Sterling. Who's gonna take Sterling? He's he's there. He's, he's locked and paid loaded. An insane amount. Uh Obama Yang is gone.
2: Fafano will probably get loaned out. I whenever he's been in there the two games, he like looks, yeah, he looks electric. Right. Yeah. But
1: Chao Felix then Maruke, I kinda like him too.
2: Yeah, he's been solid so far. He's on the squad twice. <laughs> Great, great sight. Chelsea are
1: buying their own guys. That's how crazy they are. We need them. So yeah, a lot of a lot of guys to get rid of in that squad.
2: I've been saying it forever. I think me and you will die on this hill. We just we saw way too much from Connor Gallagher last year to just not. Yeah, have not to keep him. Absolutely, it's going to make it work.
1: Especially the the state of the Chelsea squad. Yeah, like why is he not starting every game? He should I be. I don't know.
2: Uh. Here, here's where we probably get a little more interesting for the listeners. Although, do you think our listeners like more of the, the fact we cover all the teams or the fact that we talk about big teams sometimes? Or a good amount?
1: You know, I think they probably the appreciate the... that we talk about all teams. Okay, well, good. Because we're moving
2: on to gets... a, a shit team.
1: Can we, can we just one last thing yeah. on Chelsea? The what? boss, the gaffer. Yeah, Grandpa potter. potter.
2: Is he staying or going? Staying or going. I think they'll keep him going into next year is what I would guess. I I would find it hard to imagine if they hadn't sacked him after the run he had. I mean, he'd have to lose like five or six in a row and then. But what are the odds of that happening? I don't think Chelsea's schedule is like brutal, brutal 10 the year, but it could be wrong.
1: Maybe things will turn around, but right now it just feels like they're prolonging the inevitable. For some reason, it just hasn't worked out so far. Yeah. For whatever reason, I, I'm not sure, but it just seems like they're giving him as much time as possible, but I'm not sure things are going to turn around until he's out. Really? Yeah. It just, that's just kind of my gut feeling on it.
2: I think if they're so due for a long rebuild, they kind of got cheated out of a rebuild because when Frank came in it was they're under the transfer ban and stuff yeah and then frank's like here's a bunch of guy here's a bunch of money we can spend again let's get this guy this guy ziak pulisic stuff like that and then it's like okay but this is kind of a mix now and then he gets sacked and you Mm -hmm. bring tuchel in you win the champions league and so you're like oh tuchel's the guy and then you have that team going for a while and then you have a bunch of guys leave it's it's been a whole mix they just need to start fresh let it go and that's what they're trying to do with potter but you did it in the middle of the year so it's a complete mess I think you give him the yeah. summer window is what I would do and give him uh, probably at least through the end of next September.
1: But we saw that with Tuchel. They say, okay, we support Tuchel. We'll bring in a bunch of guys. We'll bring in guys like Sterling here's, who are just going to be dead weight and then you sack him.
2: Here's the thing about Thomas Tuchel and no one will ever admit it. He might be, for all the great coaches, the worst talent identifier possible. Did you see that report this week out of Germany and England that he's he wants Mason Mount at Bayern? Yeah, and he—that's insanity. Harvard's that's in, that's insanity. Yeah, you don't want those guys.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, if you gotta really commit to a manager, if you're gonna go out and spend big in the summer window, because those have long lasting repercussions when you sign raheem sterling to like a 400k a week contract for 5 years for 5 years when he's like 30 yeah you can't just get
2: rid of no him. it's an anchor you're stuck with him yeah. um let's move on yes. that's enough about chelsea that's enough about a, a mid team am i right absolutely let's move on to a shit team lester yeah. We don't, that's, they're kind of like Chelsea light. We don't really know, is Rodgers out? What is their plan for the squad? The only thing Chelsea is not going to do that uh, Lester will have to confront is the James Madison question.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's he's a big one. Be,
2: I mean, it what, 90% chance he's gone? Is there a world that he stays at Lester? I think there's... That's why I said 90. It's possible. I, it's possible, but I just Unlikely. Don't. Yeah.
1: But you never know. He's stayed there so far. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, lots of questions about Leicester. They're kind of going through a little bit of a rebuild as well. You know, it'll be interesting to see. It seems like they're faithful to Brendan Rodgers, and they'll just keep him at the helm for yeah. as long as it works and... You know, if I mean, clearly, start, it got it
2: get, got pretty tested uh, earlier this year when they're yeah. bottom for. I mean, three, they're nine not far games. off.
1: So so far, yeah. with the the remainder of the season, they're just one point out of the drop zone, and their form has been horrendous. So I like the signings that they brought in in the winter, but I'm a little worried the way things are going.
2: Are you worried about Daniel Marte?
1: No, that guy's terrible.
2: Are you worried about... Uh, Yannick Vestergaard. <laughs> I was going to say Sumare. Sumare,
1: yeah. Um,
2: Are you worried about... They need
1: some good run of form out of Iheanacho. He's got to be more consistent. They need our
2: guy Tete to get it going. Yeah. That's what, that's what I believe. That's why I have the slightest bit of belief in Lester. Tete... James Madison, get that cooking. Dewsbury Hall needs to get get going a little more. hasn't been yeah. as great this year. Um, I agree. But their their defense has been shambolic. Yeah. They're they're they need fullbacks. They need actual fullbacks. That they do. Whatever you have out there right now is a disgrace. I know you just brought in the Danish guy. Yeah, I don't mind him. He's solid. Yeah, but you need you need some more help. Yeah. And also bring in a goalie for the love of God. Mm -hmm. Clearly there's something between Danny Ward and the defenders and it's not working. Yeah. And then you got this Iverson guy. I don't know. We'll see. But I, I, I'm very concerned for Leicester, Mm -hmm. a team that felt like a staple for so long in the premier league. Like if I would have told you last year, who's more likely to go down sooner, uh, Leicester Palace, definitely would have said Palace. Yeah, for sure. Leicester Southampton, definitely would have said Southampton. Yeah. Leicester Everton, definitely would have said Everton. Scary time, scary territory. Leeds Wolves, same thing. Well, Wolves probably more of a toss up, but you'd probably still say Wolves.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, for some reason, you look at the squad and it's it's not bad. I mean.
2: I think it's just really dry with Rodgers. I think Rodgers is yeah. like uh he's not as bad as Mourinho in terms of like you give him 3 years and by the time is up like the mm-hmm. players just hate him for whatever reason or the tactics just don't work. Yeah. I think Rodgers is a good a real good manager in effective, mainly in the first year or yeah, two years for sure. and then after that it fades a bit. Yeah. I feel I, like they might just be there.
1: Yeah, I think so. I think maybe his message gets a little stale as it goes on doesn't really inspire the players yeah
2: and it feels like he's very hit or miss with tactics this year in terms of like when they when he tells them to break fast and stuff yeah sometimes they just don't and it's like why why are you guys not doing that so
1: yeah all right next team fulham yeah that's been having a fantastic season they find themselves in ninth place with 39 points
2: some very very talented players mitrovich had it going earlier in the year paulina still one of the best midfielders in the premier league burnt Leno having a great year in that
1: yeah i think for me the standout performer so far has been tim rehm he's been absolutely fantastic even though he's 34 35 years old yeah. he's looked great uh he's been a rock in the defense Uh, obviously, midfield, Harry Reid.
2: Don't sleep on attack on... It's
1: been fantastic.
2: Don't don't you sleep on Carlos Vinicius, brother.
1: And that's... that's, But
2: for real, don't sleep on Willian popping off out of nowhere for a few games. that's true.
1: That's where the question mark lies with Fulham.
2: Is this just form that's temporary? Or is this class that's permanent? And I have a sneaking suspicion that it's... It's just kind of form that they patched together. It's hard to not get shades of that Sheffield team that just came up, Mm -hmm. had a great year, and you're like, what the hell was that? And then went down, and you're like, wow, that was weird. I think
1: my biggest concern with Fulham is that they've really struggled to reintegrate Mitrovic into the team. They've had a couple poor results, got beat by Brentford and stomped by Arsenal pretty easily. Um, I just
2: yeah, the attack has definitely fallen off a cliff for Fulham uh, as of yeah. late.
1: The attack, you can't rely on Carlos Vinicius speak and Bobby Beckford
2: Please speak for yourself, sir. I
1: mean, we got some championship tier players in those guys, but uh, you got to find some way to get Mitrovic going.
2: Not to mention, I always feel like Silva. We now this is definitely deemed a successful run for him. And we've ha- seen him have some success at Watford. Mixed results at Everton?
1: Yeah.
2: I guess mixed results at Watford, too, but some success at a hole for a little stretch. But it it's just the mixed results is a thing that comes with having Marco Silva. So there's bound to be a bit of a drop-off. Yeah. Is yeah. this that drop-off? Or are you going to be relying on that? Is it, are you going to roll with him into next year, and then you start off slow and sack him? It's just, I don't know.
1: Yeah, it seems like he...
2: It feels a bit uncertain.
1: He comes into a team, he boosts them up, but then for some reason he can't keep them at that next level, can't sustain that level of play. Mm-hmm. And I think that might be where Fulham is at right now. Yes. All right, next topic, what you need to stay up.
2: What you need First team, to stay up.
1: Hank's Club, Southampton, Southampton Club.
2: Yeah. Southampton Club Football.
1: Southampton Club Football.
2: I tell you what, I think they at least have a manager now who's not brain dead and at least understands the players and understands how to utilize the players. Now, do they have enough talent with those players? I think is the main question.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It's it's tough. They've
2: what also s- has sucked for Southampton this year, and now every team has injuries. But Southampton, for the most part, pretty brutal luck with having your main guys. Yeah. Besides James Ward Prowse hurt with Walker Peters and Levermento being out, mm-hmm. um, having to rely on you know Lee and Cal. It's like eh. bednarak has been better for him but still not amazing, amazing. Salisu's just kind of fallen off a mini-cliff this year. Bella has been their best defender by far, but their midfield slash attack, they have a bunch of weird kind of random guys in there, and it's like, what is this? Like, like El Nueci and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, El, El Nueci has had a pretty poor season. Aribo started off decent but hasn't done much since. Yeah, he just doesn't play.
2: Um they have it clicking with a couple. I think they have their eleven. that's kind of why I'm feeling a bit better about him right now, incorporating guys like Lavia in there who's been killing it lately hey, I'll
1: say it Theo Walcott he
2: he's, by he's last he's been game, playing
1: really well, so
2: Nathan miles is saying,
1: <laughs> but meanwhile, you got Che Adams having maybe the worst year of his career. yeah, he's been absolutely terrible
2: yeah that that does not help to say the least. Um, Alkra is another guy in that midfield that's been looking pretty good as of late. I just I can see the light at the end of the tunnel for them. I'd say their odds are staying up or 50-50. I feel a lot better about it but
1: I don't feel great. I, I just I don't think they have quite the quality in the squad.
2: That's fair. I, I, I still feel like they're uh, pretty solid. I like them more with this manager than at least three teams, to stay up. Okay. You get what odds do you give them to go down? Hundred?
1: I'd say probably about eighty percent. Okay. You never know. Someone could pop off. Chuck Alvarez.
2: <laughs> Chuck Chuck Alcatraz.
1: Um, Bournemouth. Bournemouth. Next team.
2: How you feeling about Bournemouth's odds right now?
1: Well, the thing about Bournemouth is once you feel good about them. They do they bad let you down. once. Once you feel bad about them, they start to do a little bit better. They've always been kind of behind the eight ball, you know. Yeah. Uh, they they didn't bring in many players in the summer window,
2: but they did in the winter window. Winter at least, window money wise.
1: Yeah. <laughs> they <laughs> the, spent. The question is, was it too late? Obviously, they it's got our like, guy Dango. I like
2: that Troy guy they yeah. brought in. Like it's it's just it's solid, but I just don't know. There's something about this team it's something about the defense that is like not as strong as it was to start the year that scares me.
1: Yeah, I think the defense for me, the midfield is a little bit lacking when you're relying on a guy like Jeff Lerma. Yeah. He's just not very good.
2: You do have Phil Bill going though.
1: Phil Bill. He's been good but more so in like an attacking sense. Oh yeah, for sure. They've they've lacked sometimes to be able to really control games. You yeah, don't they don't have the best ball that.
2: winners, to say the least. Yeah. and Because Tavernier and Billing are both fine going forward, but after that, it's like winning the ball off teams. It's like a...
1: And they they struggle to hold possession a lot, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't feel great about them. I think I'd put them probably around the 80% mark with Southampton as well.
2: I, I would have them in the 75% bracket.
1: Okay. Next up, West Ham. Is that is that West?
2: Yeah. Ham? Yep. Yep. W H U. West Ham. What does David Moyes need? Because apparently they're sticking with him the whole rest of the year.
1: And I don't have a problem with that. I don't. I don't see any possibility where they bring someone else in who can get immediate results. I yeah. think you just got to try and grind out. Let's see what they got for fixtures.
2: I think it's less about, uh, you know, there's a manager out there that doesn't have the name of Moise and probably wouldn't be as effective tactics wise as Moise. But Moise is here tactics wise, hasn't been all that great. Yeah. And I wouldn't say he's lost the, the locker room or anything. I don't know anything about how in depth yeah. what they're looking like because they don't really look like totally defeated out there, but. Yeah, I, I think know.
1: I think they're ready for a new manager, but I don't think not this year. That this year is the time you need to summer. be able to give them some time.
2: What if you sack Moyes and go with uh, Big Slavin Bilic? Bring him, bring back. bring him back <laughs> the old
1: Watford style. <laughs> uh,
2: so Southampton, Newcastle, those both at home. Away at Fulham, home for Arsenal. Away at Bournemouth, home for Liverpool. Away at Palace, away at City, home for United. Away at Brentford, home for Leeds, away at Leicester. It's kind of a mixed that last, bag. Those last two games
1: yeah. could be it. Yeah, they got that some, could be it. some fellow relegation candidates with Bournemouth. So Pals, they really can make their leads. They can really
2: make the bed that they lie in. You know, if they take care yeah. of business against these teams, you know, they'll be clear.
1: Yeah, I mean, they play like all the the lower teams, Southampton as well. So definitely could find themselves with a little breathing room if they do well in those fixtures, but some tough ones mixed in there as well. Against you got the top top uh top 3 and then you got Newcastle and Liverpool, those are tough. Brentford's been pretty good, so
2: yeah, we'll see. I would say I'd put them at like a one out of 3 chance of going down. Maybe one out of 4. Because yeah. you you start talking yourself into it, and it's like, oh, they're too good to go down. And then it's yeah. like, that's the mentality that gets you relegated.
1: I think overall their squad is pretty decent. You say
2: that, but then it's like, look how they've utilized guys like Skamaka and stuff. It's like, are we sure that they they have talent, but are they utilizing it well? Or are they tapping into it that well? I don't know. Not really. but so,
1: But it's better than having guys that are just not good enough. Yeah. A la Southampton.
2: How dare you? Not. I'd rather have Chuck Alcatraz than Declan Rice.
1: I believe in West Ham. I think they'll stay up. I'd say 25% chance they go down.
2: Okay, so we're in the same boat. You gave that whole spiel just to say the same thing I did.
1: <laughs> That's what I do here. <laughs> um, All right, Leeds. Leeds. Last, leads. last What you
2: need? What, what you need? Oh, oh yeah, what? I
1: didn't even say what they
2: needed. That doesn't matter.
1: I didn't say what West Ham or Bournemouth needed.
2: <laughs> West- well Bournemouth you said midfield and yeah. ball winning. West Ham, what are you saying? West I think Ham, it I think it just has to be attack. They just need yeah. some firepower and attack.
1: You need you need Jared Bowen popping off. He's had a couple good games. Danny Yings, if you can get him going, like for the end of the season, that'd be fantastic. Ben Robinson. I wonder
2: how many goals they had through twenty six games last year because this year they have 24 i would bet it was probably around like 40-ish probably
1: yeah yeah they they were much better in attack last year i mean mm-hmm. bowen especially was yeah was huge
2: so all right Leeds. Sam, Leeds. I need you to tell me Leeds what Leeds need. Leeds need to mean. go
1: back in time and not fire Jesse Marsh. <laughs> I'm just so, so anti-Javi Gracia. But I'll tell you, what Leeds need? Leeds need the same exact thing they needed last season. You know what that is? Jack Harrison to perform.
2: He's popping. Lightly. When he does
1: well, Leeds do well.
2: Yes. Absolutely.
1: And I think that I think they
2: really just need that that striker position with Rodrigo ironed out, and we've seen we've seen it look yeah. better lately. They brought in who they bring in in the winter window. The it wasn't a German guy. That was uh, they brought in Vober uh, Vober, but he's he's more of a kind of like Weston McKinney attacker.
1: on loan. Uh, Nyanto. no Nyanto was on the team. He just didn't start playing.
2: Yeah, Reuter Reuter's the guy that the,
1: the fake Jorginho.
2: Like yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't feel great about their attacking options, except for Yanto. Somerville's showing some flashes. Rodrigo, when he's in there, can pop off.
1: Yeah, if they can get Rodrigo back firing like he was earlier this season, yeah. that would be huge.
2: Mm. They have so many youth guys, it's hilarious. They got
1: Edward Snowden.
2: Yeah, Joe Snowden and Joseph Snowden. <laughs> 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 Not to be confused. <laughs> what, what is wrong What is with... the Premier League's website? <laughs> yeah, what is this? what is this league? Um... What did you? Did we talk about when uh, Alexi Lawless said that Tyler Adams, speaking of Tyler Adams, out for the year. Tyler Adams. Yeah, that's a big miss. Uh, and Weston McKinney shouldn't try to be such like hard asses on the pitch. I think that's just part of Leeds. You're like bound to be that way for the fans.
1: I mean, I think that's kind of definitely Weston McKinney. McKinney he's, yeah, he's more of a rough and tumble kind of guy. Yeah. Tyler Adams, I think he's he's been kind of. Rugged this season yeah. as well with Leeds. I, I, I think you got to be aggressive. That's your yeah. play style.
2: Yeah, I think uh, getting Aronson going too, to round off the year started off fine. Has tailed off. They haven't really been playing him a ton at times. Yeah, get that going. That'd be nice. Yeah. Surprisingly, their defense isn't like just absolutely abominable like last year, but it's still not. It's not good. not ideal yeah. to say the least, but they've stabilized it a little bit.
1: Yeah, Luke Aliens. What um been playing better.
2: What percent chance would you give them of going down?
1: Leeds, I would say maybe like a a thirty five percent chance.
0: Hmm.
2: Okay. I think I think mine would be higher if Rodrigo didn't just come back, but since Rodrigo's back I can see them doing enough to stay up. Yeah. But I will. uh, I'll give them a. I'll say, sixty six percent chance they stay up. Thirty three percent chance they go down.
1: Yeah. All right. Next, category, we have grades so far and what they will end up at.
2: All right, grades. Teacher Sammy, Professor Sammy is in the house. The
1: class is in session.
2: (laughs) Class in session. We'll start off. Your club. Tottenham Hotspur.
1: Tottenham Hotspur. Once again, proving that they are an absolute embarrassment of a club. They they hire Antonio. Yeah, give Conte us the rundown real quick. Last season. Win all right. This season has just been it's just been a huge disappointment. Kulishevsky hasn't had much of a role in the team. He was hurt for a long time. Hunman's son. Completely washed.
2: He's back.
1: You've got these meme tier fullbacks like Emerson Royal. Hey, with cheese.
2: that might be their best part right now. Is uh, Royal with cheese and Pedro Porro. You've got some.
1: They of might the, be their saviors. <laughs> some of the most overrated <laughs> players like uh,
2: Hoiberg, Hoiberg, Romero, yeah. Dyer. I, does anyone rate Dyer besides Gareth Southgate? Think
1: the, I think Tottenham fans do. They think he should be starting for England.
2: That. That's a ten on the nine. You got Loris, who's on the very washed. Um Formerly the worst goalkeeper in the league at one point. <laughs> yeah, at one
1: point, exactly. <laughs> you you lost uh, Bentancur to injury. Mm-hmm. I mean, overall, you, it's, you it's, brought
2: in that. Donjuma guy, or whatever his name just is. Just to not play him at all. Yeah, for him to score, like, two goals in the FA Cup and never play You,
1: you bring in Jed Spence, but Conte never you wanted him out. in the first place.
2: Yeah, loaned him out immediately to France. It, it's, it's just... A, it's, it's the Harry Kane show. It's how it's always been for Tottenham. Let's not kid ourselves, but uh, yet, because they have Harry Kane, and given where they're at so far this year, they still have a chance of them out at top four, or at least European football is almost a lock. Yeah. Um I mean, coming into this year, this is kind of how we figured it would be in terms of they being that 3, 4, 5 kind of mix. Yeah. So from that point, you'd probably give them a B for meeting expectation. But it's been so disastrous, and it could have been so much better. Could have technically been worse if you look at it. More likely, could have probably been so much better. Yet, here we are. It's Tottenham. I give them yeah. a B for where they're at.
1: I'd give him like a C plus probably. It just shows like this is Daniel Levy's club. Nothing will ever change. Well, that's why that's why it's a B
2: because it's Tottenham standards. Yeah, it's not my. It's not you know City or United standards.
1: You continuously push out your managers. We all knew. We all knew the Conte era would end this way. Yeah, everyone could see it.
0: Yeah.
2: If Enter yet, if, yet spending hundreds of millions each window wasn't enough, yeah, why would it be enough at Tottenham? Yeah, And the worst part is they'd bring in a guy like Perisic on the free and be like, look, look at what we've done for you. Are you not appreciative of this? It's like, no. yeah, I don't need 35-year-old Ivan Perisic on my team. Thank you.
1: Tottenham. Continue to be Tottenham.
2: Next up, the Liverpool... Liverpool the Liverpool
1: Oh Liverpool this season has been pretty much a
2: disaster a dire dire except uh,
1: for that one moment of brilliance against <laughs> Manchester United where they thumped them 7-0 Yeah they've had a lot of injuries but who doesn't you know everyone's got injuries maybe you they shouldn't
2: don't. let your depth leave for free Yeah. And then bring in Fabio Carvalho for 15 million pounds.
1: Exactly. You got to spend money. You got to bring in reinforcements. Nabi Kaita ain't
2: going to cut it. He's officially leaving at the end of the year, by the way.
1: He's not any good. Big blow when they lost Luis Diaz.
2: Yeah, that's tough, to say the least. Darwin Nunes has not been as good as expected, but has not been as bad as when he started. He's kind of fine in a little bit.
1: Yeah, I think it's always going to be hard to live up to those expectations when you're getting compared to Holland at the start of the season.
2: Well, who the people doing that are just silly. But what are you going
1: to yeah, do you? Yeah, they they look at the price tags and mm-hmm. he's just as good. Definitely was more of a long term type signing than yeah than an instant impact. We've seen Mosala
2: drop off drop off new contract that's, syndrome.
1: That's. Him personally or also due to the fact that the whole team is. It's a mix of both, but it's mainly
2: him. He's supposed to carry. Uh, Look at Harry Kane, he's carrying Tottenham even though they stink.
1: Van Dyke, another one. Big player in team. He's been poor.
2: I see I feel like that's more guys around him because that defense is not good. We didn't even talk about Trent Trent Alexander Arnold. Yeah. Has is a shell of himself.
1: Well, he's the ultimate luxury player. He's only good when he's attacking. Yeah, the second you call on him for any sort of defense, it's, it's toast.
2: Yeah, you know Robertson's probably been their best defender this year. Yeah, which is odd. And Allison, obviously, best keeper in the world. Yeah, them. they're lucky. So, I
1: would say like a C minus.
2: I'd say D plus. D. Yeah. We figured this year is coming last year, but we were a year too early, unfortunately. Yeah who's next on the Sammy grades Everton. Oh, what? a! I tried to give you like the most random kind of odd years and like teams are still in flux for mm-hmm. grades. Everton started off playing pretty, pretty. Eh, and then they hit a nice little run of form with fat Frank. Yeah. Including a draw with Liverpool, which they should have probably smoked Liverpool. Um, and then after that, I don't know what happened. I really don't. It's just like everything kind of just collapsed from underneath them. And then yeah. it's like all the stuff about the relationships. Anthony Gordon wants to leave. Dukari can't even deal with Frank Lampard. They're losing three nil at Bournemouth, or who they lose? They lost three nil to someone away, and the Everton supporters were about ready to rip Fat Frank's head off. Yeah, they
1: lost to Bournemouth twice: once in the FA Cup and once in the Premier League. Like in yeah, the same week, yeah. Back to back,
2: yeah. Uh, that was right before the World Cup, I believe. The, and then it yeah, went to it break because I was like, yeah. oh, "That's weird, way to go in." Um, obviously Lampard sacked, Sean Dyche in, Sean Dyche getting mm-hmm. results. The Burnley men, they are revitalized. Ducari is revitalized. Calvert Lewin was revitalized for one game despite Sam.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, looking at last season, there's a lot of similarities. You had um, Benitez at the start of the season; they had a decent run, yeah, last season too. And then, kind of it's the just, same thing. It just fell apart for for whatever reason. Yeah, and it just gets awful because of how poor they are in attack. Mm-hmm. Neil Mawpi, the biggest <laughs> fraudster Moppy. in the league, somehow swindled. Brighton swindled Everton to pay 20 mil or whatever. Brentford,
2: were the original swindler, selling him to Brighton.
1: That's true. Championship merchant, merchant Neil Maupai. But they've handled it better than other teams, I think, by saying, okay, we're bringing in Sean Dyche. He knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. He's come in, made a few tweaks to the team, some which I agree with, Ducore." Some I don't agree with. DeMar- Michael Keane.
2: No, I was going to say Gray for uh, one you agree with as well. DeMar-
1: well, I like yeah. when he is in the team, but he hasn't always been in the
2: team so yeah, far. but they've been putting him in more, and he's been scoring goals.
1: Yeah, I think he's an important player, especially given how how light they are up front. But mm-hmm. most importantly, he's getting some results, and I think it'll be enough to keep them up. So I would say maybe like a C.
2: Okay. Yeah, I would probably say given where they're at, they're still definitely not out of the woods, so I would say C minus. If they do stay up and it's in that like fifteen fourteen, fifteen range where they're at right now, I'd say C plus. Yeah. But
1: the problem is, where do you go forward? Like Sean Dyche isn't gonna be your like long term plan of like let's grow this club into being a a European competition mm-hmm. contending team like what you they don't know that once used to be under Moyes. what if
2: he's what if he just goes eddie Howe mode and has a renaissance
1: well maybe but the fact that everton spend no money that's very unlikely
2: hard. no i completely agree i'm just i'm just giving you some shite being a little devil's advocate being if a i may cheeky uh yeah i don't know where they go uh Maybe dice for a couple of years, and then hopefully it just stabilizes and you're back to mid-table, and then you hit it right with another manager.
1: Yeah, hopefully once you can spend some money. Last one in this group, Nottingham Forest. <laughs> I think you got to give them two grades. One at home, A, one on the road, F.
2: So C. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Something like that. You average it out, you get C. Very strange team. All the I think this
2: might be since we've been watching the Premier League, the strangest team. I'm trying to think. Maybe the year before Leicester won in terms of where they just like pulled it out, the Great Escape, and they it was like because mm-hmm. Esteban Cambiaso was the main influence. Yeah, that's up there. But this one, I think whether they stay up or go down, will just be like one of the most odd teams.
1: They're a very strange team.
2: There have been a couple other strange ones, but they were, like, just bad. Remember when Middlesbrough was up and they had, like, out of nowhere, they, like, signed Negredo and they signed, like, Victor Valdez? Yeah. I was like, what was that?
1: Yeah, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: but trying to not even force some,
1: some weirder teams.
2: As far as, a, uh, as far as a grade, West Brom was weird that one year, but weird in a good way when they had Lukaku and they finished, like, eighth. That was awesome. Um... Yeah, grade I would I mean given where they're at they're definitely not out of the clear but if they stay up to C, I guess they go down obviously a D or an F cuz it's what we expected but yeah I don't feel great about it. What do you think about their uh, chances of staying up because honestly I feel even though they're good at home I feel worse I feel worst about Bournemouth and then I feel wor- second worst about Nottingham Forest. I would put. I know you put Southampton, Southampton lower
1: below them, and it's kind of a toss-up on some of the other teams: Leicester, West Ham. Yeah, I think, I think it's a good chance that they go down.
2: Yeah, I I have them at seventy-five percent.
1: Yeah, unless they get some big wins at home, but
2: I just. It just feels like one they're going to go on a run where they just don't get any points. Yeah. All right. What's the next? Category that I made up in my head.
1: We got over under, over under. First one we got Aston Villa at forty nine. They got twenty seven games played. Let's take a peek see at the schedule. They have
2: thirty eight points right now. Um, yes,
1: thirty eight. Yep, with twenty
2: seven. So the way I did this for all the listeners is I went based off their points per match right now. Kind of just gave a general look at their schedule. Did some did some quick maths. Real quick. Yeah. And guess what? This is the number I came upon. So 11 points from the remaining, like, was it 10 games? How many did we say that?
1: 11. They're at 27. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So here's their schedule. Chelsea away. I think they...
2: We don't have to go into the, I think each they one. probably
1: lose that. Leicester, I think that's winnable away.
2: Um, Force at Force home. Force at home. That should be a win. Newcastle home. That's Brentford away Brentford, Fulham home draw at best. United I think away.
1: I think they can get 11 points out of these games
2: But do you think they can get more? Do you think they can get more?
1: Four wins out of these It's it, it's it's possible maybe a couple draws mixed in there
2: They would really need like three three wins, four draws, something like that
1: Yeah I'll say under just just to be cheeky.
2: Okay, I'll say over.
1: Okay, Man, Chester, United, 72 points. What are they sitting at? They're sitting at 50 points with 26 Fitty. games played. So that's 22 Fitty. points. That's,
2: that's quite the task. That's
1: good amount of points. Let's see who they got here. Newcastle, Brentford, Everton, Forest, Spurs, Villa, Brighton. West Ham, Wolves, Bournemouth, and it's
2: pretty doable. I think they do have one Chelsea game That's mixed like in there, but seven, it got delayed.
1: Seven wins ish.
0: Mm
2: hmm. So that puts you at twenty one. And twenty two.
1: Yeah, I think I think they could get at least seven wins out of this.
2: I agree. I, have, I think they will go over seventy two. Yeah,
1: I think over. Brentford, 56.
2: This is one, they were technically on pace for, uh, I think it's like 58 or 59, but I dropped them a bit because I was like, eh. I think that would be a hard under. But this is kind of a good number, I think, to have them at.
1: So the 56, so they're up uh, 42 right now, so that's 14.
2: 14. 14 from these games.
1: So that's about five, five, a little under five wins play Brighton, United, Newcastle, Wolves, Villa, Chelsea, Forest, Liverpool, West Ham, Spurs, and City. I don't think they'll do it. That's pretty that's tough. That's a tough schedule.
2: Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I And the main reason I was thinking about this is because I was seeing a bunch of stuff on social media, people putting together their final tables and stuff, mm-hmm. and not necessarily Brentford fans or anything, but everyone had Brentford penciled in for like 7th or 8th, I was like... Ah. Yeah. Are we sure? You really they gotta have been look at playing well this year, but that's that's really a gruel, if that I say is so a yeah. All right. Yes, under.
1: Yeah, i say under as well. And then the last one, we got Wolves. Um, they're sitting for, at 27? Twif- they're sitting at 27 through 28 games, so 10 games left. You got them at 38, so that would be eleven. another 11 points. And see what kind of fixtures they got rocking here.
2: Look at that picture they have of the Molyneux from like 2001. It's like <laughs> VCR <laughs> quality.
1: They got Forest, Chelsea, Brentford, Leicester, Palace, Brighton, Villa, United, Everton, Arsenal. Kind of a mixed bag. Some winnable. You think games. they got
2: three wins and two draws? I think it might be like the slightest under, but. It'll be right around there. I wouldn't be surprised if they went over, but I think it's gonna be within a point either way i think I think under. i said I think I said a great number. you think, I think under I think under it's gonna be close.
1: They're not in great form,
2: no, but I, I just feel like their under. schedule they they have the games there to win it.
1: All right, next one, we just got some random questions.
2: yep, here it is. Who's going to finish with the least amount of goals scored, Sam? we That's got to sort right now by uh, goals four.
1: I don't think I can sort by that. That
2: is terrible. What an awful feature.
1: Manchester United with 41. 41. <laughs> Let's see. Chelsea has 29. Palace, 22. Wolves, 22. Everton, 22. Forest, 22. So a lot of teams with 22. West
2: Ham with 24. Leicester have fourteen more goals than West Ham this year.
1: Yeah, Leicester. That just shows how bad their defense <laughs> has been. I think it'll be Palace, honestly.
2: Yeah, I mean they're right. They're right there in the thick of things now, and you got Roy Hodgson in there. Yeah. Um, I would say. Could sneaky be Wolves if I had to pick a second team, but I I was thinking Palace, as well. Yeah. Who would you if you had to pick a second team? Would you go Wolves, West Ham, Southampton, Bournemouth, Nottingham Forest, Everton?
1: Uh, I'd probably have to go with the cop-out answer of Southampton.
2: Man, you really hate Southampton. You know that they're going to finally turn it on now.
1: Well, we'll see. We'll see.
2: I'm good. I'm glad that you're doing this. This makes up for you anti-jinxing Arsenal. <laughs> That's is why you're doing it. What's the next question? I put Player
1: down? or team you bet to find form. Okay. And I know exactly who I'm going to pick. I'm going to say West Ham, and I'm going to say Jared Bowen.
2: Wow. Oh, so you went for the double dip.
1: Yeah, I figured, you know, they're on the same team, so I just. Okay. What about you? What do you got?
2: No. You know, I didn't put much thought into this, but my answer is definitely going to be Southampton.
1: This guy loves him some Southampton.
2: If I pick a player that's going to come into form. It's it's definitely not going to be a Southampton guy in particular. We will do... We'll do, to keep Lester up, we'll say uh, Harvey Barnes.
1: Some vintage Harvey Barnes. There Player or team to lose form.
2: Yeah, who's going to lose form, Sam? I think for this one, I would say probably Forrest. Well, it doesn't have to be bottom teams. We can go, what's up the table? What's up the table? Because I'm thinking.
1: Okay, okay, you're you're talking about the, the best full. teams. Yeah, well, oh, all the teams. Oh, well, cool.
2: <laughs> Um, I would say lose form. I'm gonna take our cop out answer. We just kind of covered them. Say Brentford.
1: Yeah, I like that.
2: And of player to lose form, I'll say Rashford. Rashford,
1: that? That's not a bad show considering how good he's been. A little bit of an injury. Yeah, but it's it's well. really tough because he's been nuts. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's been absolutely he nuts. Been nuts. Uh, I'm going to say... I'm going to say...
2: Arsenal and Bakayosaka. Yep, okay. I'm going to say... It. Chelsea get even worse.
1: I'll you're say, say I'll say Fulham yep. continue to kind of slide down. What for player. For player. Hmm. That's a tough one.
2: The ultimate zagging go with uh Harry Kane. Lose form. Erling Holland's gonna lose form. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, hm hmm
1: hmm. hmm, 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 hmm. I'll say someone from Brighton. I'll say...
2: Solly March. Uh, don't don't you say that about Solly March. Don't Lewis Dunk, that? top five defender in Europe. Top five Europe. defender
1: in in
2: in Europe, yeah. Don't, you can't say Matoma.
1: No, never Matoma. Lord Matoma.
2: McAllister? Everyone's really high on McAllister right now. Maybe yeah, sure. McAllister drop Macalester. off. All right. There you go.
1: All right, next question. Next question. question. Next question is, best player that will go down or will be their last year in the prim? Harry Kane, when he goes to Bayern?
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to happen because Thomas Tuchel knows he's good. He's like, i got to buy a Christian Pulisic and bring him to Bayern. You're going to play right wing back, buddy.
1: Harry Kane? No, for me, Kai Havertz.
2: If it's to go down... I mean, the obvious answer that's staring us in the face is Declan Rice. Declan Rice. Or James Madison. James Madison. Madison. Yeah. Emmanuel Dennis. (laughs) (laughs) Emmanuel Dennis. If we're just talking last year in the Premier League. Going to one. Yeah. That's a good shout. Bernardo Silva. Any of the city guys. Yeah. Can't really go wrong. Who were you thinking?
1: Yeah, I like those. I like James Madison. if they go down. Christian Pulisic, obviously.
2: Aubameyang. <laughs>
1: Aubameyang, yeah. Ab-
2: Continuo and Aubameyang. It's a tie I can't pick.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Declan Rice possibly, but I don't think West Ham's going to go down.
2: Rodrigo if go down. Goaded.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Tyler Adams. Pat Bamford, bro. Pat Bamford, yeah,
2: yeah. Okay.
1: All right. Next question.
2: Getting near the end.
1: Favorite storyline outside of title and relegation to watch to the end.
2: You tell me. I'm I'm pinning in between like eleven. And I guess yeah, outside the
1: the bottom eight and
2: yeah. Yeah. I guess you can include Newcastle, Tottenham and United in there too.
1: I think the most interesting so far is kind of this this trio of Brighton, Brentford, and Fulham. Yeah. They've been kind of the the big overperformers so far. Mm-hmm. You know, more so Fulham than, than Brighton and Brentford, but still both those sides have been playing excellent. Brentford, they got a tough schedule coming up, like we talked about. Fulham, they're a little bit on the decline, but Brighton, can they establish themselves as a top team, get those European spots going? They got Deserby, they buy some some unknown guys out of South America and turn them into absolute gems,
2: yeah, I think the obvious answer is definitely Chelsea, but if we're not doing that, I think there's something interesting about Villa and Emory, yeah, seeing what he can craft with that team, and then they'll get him the summer to work with uh with the guys, get a little transfer. I think it's possible that
1: Villa are kind of flying under the radar right now.
2: Yeah, I think they uh, have a sneaky amount that they're ready to invest in this team. Yeah. And I think people are e- – they easily forget. They just spent $35 mil on a center back this last year. I mean, that's, mm-hmm. that's some big boy numbers. He tore his ACL, but what are you going to do? And bringing in a big-time player like Emery to Villa – I think there's a there's a good amount there's a good amount there. I'm keeping my eye on Villa.
1: Yeah, for sure. All right, last question: worst and best aspect of the season so far. I think so far for me,
2: the worst has been the reffing. I'll say it.
1: The worst has been yeah. There's been some really.
2: It's honestly just like taken away from the game. Really at bad
1: refing. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, I would say the worst part is having some of the big teams underperform. Mm-hmm. Makes it a little less exciting. Like United started off really poor. Tottenham have just kind of been mediocre. Liverpool terrible season. And Chelsea, season. Are just and Chelsea terrible. has been awful. Yeah. Um, the exciting thing I think watching Newcastle has been interesting. I'm biased, but Arsenal in first place. I think I would that's say pretty that exciting. Is, I would
2: say that's at least top three for storylines. It's something fresh. Yeah, exactly. And they got a likable team. Uh, yeah, I would say the best thing, well, that might just be it. Arsenal kind of competing with City for the league. Newcastle, I know a lot of people seem to really hate Newcastle, but, you know, it is what it is. I think that... Uh, Maybe the best will be that underdog story of Brighton when we all look back yeah. on this year, depending on what they're able to accomplish.
1: There's been some really good parody. I I really appreciate that there's not just one team that's like, okay, well, they're getting relegated. Like, yeah. you, we have eight teams that could get relegated. Yep. That's fascinating.
2: Absolutely. I hope it's a 20, what was that one year, 2010, 2011 end of the year where it came down to like the last six game. teams yeah. and there's like four games going that mattered for that. Yeah. It was like changing every minute. Mm-hmm. That's always crazy.
1: Yeah, I think one downside for me has been a couple of teams. Crystal Palace, uh, I was hopeful. We liked them. After last season, I liked where they were going. Yeah. I don't like where they're going at all now. Yes. I don't like Jordan Ayu
2: <laughs> Or Roy.
1: Or, or Roy Hodgson. Um, Leeds. You know, I, I like Leeds. And I don't like Javi Gracia, but, you know, they were playing some exciting football. Yeah,
2: worst worst thing for me this year is having to see Southampton bottom right now. But it's okay. They won't finish there.
1: Hanks and pain.
2: (laughs) They won't finish there. My team's 10 and 20 with, like, round numbers. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's get to the predictions for tomorrow's game. Well, this weekend's games.
1: Oh, we got a kind of double match week.
2: Yeah. city liverpool Eddie had
1: big one. Potentially, no Holland.
2: Yeah. Well, you know, big one is relative.
1: Yeah. Wow. Well, <laughs> Liverpool on the road. I don't have that much faith. I'm gonna yeah, say two nil city.
2: You know, city will win this game five nil or Liverpool, you throw a form out the window and it's just one of those games. Pep versus Klopp. I'll go two uh, one city.
1: Okay. Arsenal versus Leeds at the Emirates.
2: You're gonna get Rodrigo.
1: Um, I'm gonna say two one Arsenal.
2: I'm gonna go four one Arsenal.
1: Okay. Bournemouth versus Fulham.
2: This will be interesting. I mean F- Fulham can win the ball and hold possession and stuff, but something about Bournemouth at vitality.
1: Yeah, I makes me like feel it. a little
2: bit better about it. Um Mitrovic suspended and Silva suspended, right?
1: Yeah, that's right. I forgot the F a Cup stuff.
2: Um I'll go with a draw, but I kind of want to pick a Bournemouth win.
1: I was going to say 1-1. One, one.
2: All right. Brighton, Brentford, Amex. The Bees and the Birds. The Birds and the Bees. I
1: think I prefer Brighton in this matchup, but I think it'll probably be a pretty tight game. 2-1 Brighton.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I think uh, I think I will go with a one all draw.
1: Crystal Palace versus Leicester. This is a six-pointer.
2: At Selhurst. At the Selhurst. Can Roy Hodgson really come in and lose his first game to a team like Leicester? (laughs) 100%.
1: You're going to have two teams that don't want possession.
2: I'm going to go with a 1-0 Leicester City victory.
1: This just kind of feels like a 3-0 Leicester for... For no reason whatsoever. Not get carried away. So I'm going to say three, no less.
2: That's brutal. Nottingham Forest, Wolves. It's the Morgan Gibbs White Derby, as Sam would call it. Yes. At the city ground. This is a big matchup for our good friend Plumber Joe. Yeah. These clubs near and dear to his heart. (laughs) He loves his Midlands football. (laughs) (laughs) Um,. Yeah, I mean, I would, I would probably say that you know Wolves will have the most possession. Bit, I wouldn't say they're necessarily prone to counterattack, but Forest really have had their counterattack going lately. I'll say, uh, I'll say two-one Forest.
1: I'm gonna say one 0 Forest.
2: Okay, Chelsea, Villa, Stamford Bridge,
1: the Chukwameka Derby.
2: Ooh, yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, Chelsea looking to bounce back. Apparently, your guy Mason Mount's available, but he's gonna be on the bench. Oh, excellent! Wow, unbelievable! What a player,
1: that. top player.
2: Um, I'm gonna go Chelsea one nil. <sighs> I don't feel great about it.
1: Maybe like a two-two. Maybe okay, a two-two. I don't feel Three-two. great about Two. Chelsea. <laughs>
2: No one feels great about Chelsea 3-2 Villa. But
1: they're kind of on a, every other schedule, so maybe they'll win this one.
2: Who who's scoring for Chelsea, Who's your prediction? Is this M- Mudrik's game? The Ghost of Kiev finally scores?
1: Mm, I don't think so. I think it'll be like a
2: Enzo Fernandez maybe Banger.
1: maybe like a like a uh, mm <laughs> who scores for Reece Chelsea? James Reece James hasn't. James? Uh, he hasn't
2: scored in a while. Ben Chilwell? Yes. Kappa? Kappa? he <laughs> the ruin in the net. Yeah,
1: that's a good question. Who scores for Chelsea?
2: I don't know. Well, that should be your prediction. I don't even have those answers. We'll, we'll conjure one here coming up. West Ham, Southampton, London Stadium. Another six-pointer. Sam's feeling good about West Ham this one. I am, too. Yeah, the Danny Ings derby. The, yep, I'm I'm thinking 2-0 uh, West Ham.
1: Yeah, I like 2-0.
2: <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> Thank yep, you you're for You're welcome.
1: That. Great insight.
2: Uh, Newcastle, Manchester United. This should be a good one. This should be a, a doozy of a game. I think
1: Isak has been playing excellent. I think he'll grab a goal in this one. Wow, I'm thinking two to one, Newcastle, big win.
2: I'm thinking a nil nil draw. How about that? Out of nowhere.
1: Could be. Could be a little testy.
2: Monday, Everton, Tottenham.
1: What a trash game! What a trash game! I'm what a what a Monday esque game.
2: I'm ready for Dyche to be rubbing his bald head.
1: I hope Everton win. <laughs> God,
2: I hope. They win. Uh, I feel like they might. Tottenham going into Goodison, you might say, you know what, Tottenham probably a little fragile going into this hostile environment, but you said something earlier today. Tottenham win when you don't expect him to win. This will be where Richarlison gets his first goal of the year. <laughs> no, he's out, unfortunately, yeah. from last game. I think
1: that it would be interesting to see how Tottenham reacts in this match, and I think that'll go to show how they really felt about Conte. If yeah. they come out and play great.
2: Maybe they hated Uh, him. They hated him. I'm going to say 2-1 Tottenham.
1: If they come out and suck, it wasn't content.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I'm saying 2-1 Tottenham.
1: I'm going to say 1-0 Everton, just to be interesting. Some midweek games, Bournemouth versus Brighton. Big one for Bournemouth if they could grab anything from this one.
2: Yeah, unfortunately, I don't I don't see that see. I don't feel happening. great
1: about their defense versus Brighton.
2: No, I'm thinking 3-0 Brighton, even at the vitality.
1: 3-0, I'll say 2-0.
2: Leeds, Nottingham Forest, Ellen Road. Six-pointer. Six-pointer.
1: Take a drink every, every time we say six-pointer six pointer or, or a derby <laughs> of some irrelevant player. <laughs> Where's the common connection between Leeds and
2: Forest? There probably, there's a few. There must There're be. Some vintage ones. Um Leeds Luke Leeds one nil. No. No, he wasn't. Leeds one nil. Leeds one
1: 0
2: Yanto. Yanto special. I'm gonna say Leeds two one.
1: Uh, or a draw. There's you can't pick for I'm gonna say Forrest. Leeds two 0 Yeah, you can't pick for it. Jack Harrison bags a couple.
2: Lester Villa at the KP.
1: Yeah, this seems like one Leicester would lose. You think so? Yeah,
2: I feel like this could be a game where Villa get get too comfortable passing the damn ball around in their back. We just saw it's Leicester true. beat them four to two not that long ago. It's true. Um, I'll say a uh, two two draw. Two two. Although Villa could have easily they hit the post. That was a game Villa hit the post like three times. <laughs>
1: I'm gonna say one one.
2: Uh, Chelsea, Liverpool, Stamford Bridge. This is probably going to be like one of, if not the worst, top six games we've seen in a long time.
1: Yeah. The worst top six games always come with Chelsea. Always. Debatable.
2: I would say Tottenham.
1: I've watched Chelsea draw United nil <laughs> nil like ten times in the past. Well, that's two just seasons.
2: United and Chelsea shaking hands.
1: <sighs> Tragic. I'm gonna say Liverpool. Two nil.
2: You big Liverpool guy these days.
1: Go to Gakpo.
2: I, did you watch that Gibraltar game that they played? Did I right.
1: watch a Gibraltar game? What yeah, are you talking they, about?
2: They play, the Netherlands had 51 shots against Gibraltar. No, I didn't I, watch I threw you. it on because it was on late at night, and I was like, I'll, I'll watch this. It was literally Gakpo cutting in from the left wing on his right every time and skying it wow. just every time. He's getting those out of the system. Oh, okay. You know,
1: my life goal is to become a Gibraltar citizen and play for the national that team. That would be so sick. It would be.
2: And then I'll be on like San Marino and we'll play yeah, each other.
1: The the battle of the micro states.
2: <laughs> um I'll say this one ends up being a uh draw one one. Darwin Nunes and Mudrik both score the meme the meme lads <laughs> themselves <laughs> the battle of the memes. with their neck tattoos. Yeah. Uh the neck tattoo derby. Wednesday, April fifth, United. Versus Brentford.
1: Will this be United's chance to get revenge for the the butt kicking they got earlier this Only season? Only if they wear their green kits to oh, fully avenge it. They have they even wore those since? No, I don't think so. No, Terrible, and there's kits. a reason. Terrible they kits. were
2: cursed beyond all belief. Um, this could be a game where Brentford go in and grab a win again. I don't know why. United are in what Chelsea were last year, just stuck in third, where you can't get you can't even get to first or second, and you can't really drop to fourth. You're yeah. just kind of there, and it's yeah. like, oh, I guess we coast from here, right? And it's like, okay, yeah, we have the League Cup, and the we FA got the Carabao Cup, care about cup yeah. boys. It's like, okay, I guess we chalk care about it up that. as a success.
1: I'm gonna say United one 0 Okay,
2: I'm gonna say two uh, one United. Last
1: game, West Ham versus Newcastle at the London Stadium. I think I prefer Newcastle in this matchup. Mm,
2: it'll be close. I think this would be a 1-1 uh, one, one draw.
1: Yeah, I could see it going the way of a draw, but I'm going to say 1-0 Newcastle. Wow. A little grind-out victory.
2: Back-to-back wins for Newcastle, you're calling it. Yeah.
1: <sighs> yeah, I think so. I think so.
2: Okay. 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 All right. That will wrap things up here on the Premiership a Podcast. Yeah. Any closing statements, Sam, that you wish to get off your chest? Nope. Okay. Well, then <laughs> that will be that. That'll do it. Until next time, adios.
1: Have a good night. Good weekend.
2: Let's watch some football.